Hey, and welcome to the Resound Church podcast. Whether it's your first or your 40th time tuning in, we're so glad you're here. And we pray that you get something powerful from today's sermon. Thanks, Jared, for sharing with us around communion. Hey, I hope you're well. It's great to be with you this morning. Uh, We're just changing things up a little bit, as Ruth said earlier on. Uh, But I'm so glad to be continuing our series on real relationships. We started it last week with Simon and Andy and John and Ryan. And what a great um, panel that was, hey? I don't know about you, but just hearing the stories of vulnerability from those guys and, and just insight into parenting, it was just incredible. And so Today, we are going to talk more about real relationships. So we want to take the next four weeks and discuss what it is to be in relationships. Now, maybe straight away, you have certain ideas. When I say relationship, uh, depending on where you're at in your life, that might mean a whole bunch of different things for you. Maybe as a young person, you're thinking about boyfriends or girlfriends. Uh, Maybe older people, it's uh, maybe something you're journeying right now with another person, that relationship. Maybe for some others, it's about our relationship with God. We want to talk about all of those things. And so over the next four weeks, we're going to be discussing a whole bunch of those things. And we've called this series Real Relationships because we want to talk about the realness of those things. Not just, I guess, the airy fairiness of, uh, you know, it should be like this. But what does God say about how we go about these different relationships? What does the Bible say about that? And so today, our our topic that we want to talk about is internal relationships, uh, you know, and, and what goes on in ourselves. Uh, it's a good place to start, hey, within ourselves and also our relationship with God. I guess our overall theme, the goal is to help us grow grow in ourselves, grow in the way that we deal with others, because ultimately it's, a, it's about not just ourselves, not our own internal development, but it's about the interaction that we have with other people. You know, God intended us to be with others. He created us not to live alone. And, and I don't know about for you, but particularly through the last couple of weeks and this additional lockdown that, um, you know, I've missed being with other people. We were made to be in relationship with others. And so we want those relationships to be not just superficial, but to be real. And so today, as I said, we want to talk about our internal relationships. Maybe you haven't thought about that there's an internal relationship that goes on in your own life uh, with yourself, uh, but also then with God. You know, the one thing that we take into relationship with other people is ourselves. Hey, maybe you've never thought about that before, but actually when we go into a situation with others where we're taking ourselves, we're taking who we are. But we need to make sure that we're working on ourselves, that we understand ourselves more. You know, this isn't a a psychological session. It's not what uh, I'm doing today, but I want us to start thinking about what our self-talk is like, the way that we journey ourselves, how we are self-aware, how we develop things in our own life. You know, when we, when we go into relationships, maybe think back to a time, if you're married, when you first met your husband, your wife, um, maybe it's for you someone else that you've started a relationship with, not just in a romantic sense, but a work colleague. When you start out building a friendship, when you start building a relationship with them, the one thing you take in is yourself. 
And usually that self has some baggage. It usually has some history. It has situations that have gone in the past where maybe there's uh, questions of trust or, and maybe not with that specific person, but there's things that we all take in, preconceived ideas that we take into a relationship and we need to understand those things. It's easy to forget that, that we take ourselves into those relationships. Because I think often we, we go into a situation going, oh, well, the other person is like this or like that. Or you, you might know their idiosyncrasies or the things that they do a bit differently. And you're like, oh, they're like this. And so I'm going to have to relate to them in this way. But do we consider that the other way around? Do we think about what's happening inside of us and going out to them? You know, God desires for us to have great relationships He desires us to have great relationships with him, great relationships with others, and also for us to understand ourselves, understand what's going on inside of us and to grow and to develop that. The key to our relationships, whatever they might be, is how God intended them to be. In other words, God has intended our relationships to be a certain way. He's asked us to to live in a certain way, to interact with people in a certain way. And if we don't understand that, we can almost go into certain situations with people and set ourselves up for failure because have we considered how God would want us to go in and interact with others? We're going to look from different scriptures throughout Ephesians 5 and 6 over this series. And, And the first part of Ephesians 5 says this, It says, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the examples of Christ. So live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered us as a sacrifice for us. And uh, he... uh, ah, A pleasing aroma to God. He loved us and offered himself... As a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. The the key line in that scripture says, following the example of Christ. When we go into relationships, we want to look at how Jesus did relationships, what he's intended for our relationships. You know, it's a pretty simple scripture, but a great summary of how he's intended us to be. You know, Jesus also said to us in a scripture that many of us would know in Matthew 22, he said, the the greatest commandment is to to love your God with all your heart and your mind, your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. I'm sure we've all heard that. and, And even just in our lives, we consider that we should be caring for one another, that we should love our neighbor, our friends, our family, whoever it is, as ourselves. But I think for some people... And for many of us, we question, what is that love yourself? Is it an arrogance? Is it a, I'm so good, I love myself kind of? No, it's actually about caring for ourselves. And, but we've got to understand that before we can then reciprocate that and love our neighbor. If we don't truly understand that internal nature, that internal relationship, then how can we go out and love others? You know, do you ever talk to yourself? I'm going to sound a bit crazy today, but I talk to myself regularly. 
Um, not in a weird way, but I'll just be maybe driving the car or outside. It might be as simple as, okay, today in my mind, I'm going to do this and this and this. And, you know, I might be praying as well. And, but I'll just talk to myself, hey, self, do you ever find yourself doing that? Where you're talking to yourself, what are the things that you're saying? You, you might be going through the, the basic things for the day and just you verbalize it because that's how you process but are the things that you're putting into yourself positive? What are the things that you're considering when you're talking to yourself? In every relationship, the one common denominator for you is going to be you. For me, it's going to be me. That's the one common denominator that we're taking into any relationship. And we need to work on ourselves. You know, we take in our uniqueness. We take in our strengths. We take in our weaknesses our problems. We've all got weaknesses and problems. You know, there's things that we do that we'd rather not do. Maybe there's ways that we treat people or the way we communicate that we're, we're not fully developed in. And we're going to take those things in with us. And the more we understand about ourselves and that internal relationship that goes on, the better our relationships with others is going to be. You know, I think it's easy that life gets busy and, and everything happens uh, around about us and we forget to work on ourselves. We forget to consider some of these things. And well, I wonder what if we made intentional time to work on ourselves? I'm not saying, and maybe you need to, but I'm not saying, hey, just go and take um, days or weeks out and, you know, shut off from the world. You might need to do that at certain times in life. But are you working through situations where you're considering what's, what's happening in your character, what's happening in your emotions, what's happening in your relationship with God? How have you interacted with that person? How are you interacting with your family? How are you caring for others? All of these things help us as we develop and grow and become better people and imitating God and being more like Jesus. In our self-talk, are we positive or negative? You know, at the moment, it's, hey, difficult in lockdown again. And there's so many big questions again coming out this year that, that throw our lives into a bit of turmoil. Let's speak positive things. Let, let's be positive about how we're going about things. What are you thinking about? Are we thinking about the things of God and the things that he would want in us? Or are we, are we worrying? Are we, we not thinking about the things that he would like us to, um, to consider and to think about? What are the, the, maybe the distractions that come about in our life? Whatever it is, we should be focusing those things on God. How do you process situations? How do you process things? Do you, do you react do you respond? Do you carefully consider things? Are you an audible processor? Are you an internal processor? Knowing these things about how we do life in, our, in it, ourselves and that internal thing that goes on helps us interact with other people. And they're all important things. You know, I'm throwing lots of questions out there today. And you might be going, is he actually going to give us some insight? The whole goal of this is for you to ask yourself these questions. You know, I can't answer for you what those things are. But I think what I can do is say, hey, are we considering these things as we go about our everyday life? Are we thinking about how we're developing and building our character? 
We might need to do some self-assessment. We might need to um, write some things down. Writing things down is a great way to process and, and develop ourselves. And I'll talk some more about that in a minute. Ephesians 5, 15 to 20. It goes on in this scripture that Paul writes and it says, So be careful how you live. It's good wisdom, hey? Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. I want to be wiser, don't you? Let's look to people that are wise. But Paul says, don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts and give thanks for everything to God, the Father, in the, same, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Understand what the Lord wants you to do. You know, for many of us, that's a struggle when we talked about during our time of prayer and fasting, just trying to get closer to God. And, um, but as Christ followers, we should desire to live like Jesus would want us to. And, and often that takes a whole bunch of work on our inside, on our heart and our soul and our mind, the things that we think about, the, the way that we go about it. And it takes an intentional effort to do that. If we grow up in life, and I don't know how old you are today watching, a whole range of different people. You know, younger people, you've got an opportunity before you start your life um, to, to grow and develop. Ask someone to speak into your life and call out some things uh, that, that maybe aren't so great or maybe you're just not sure about. Older people, it's not too late. You've still got an opportunity to develop and grow in character. Do we always get it right? No. Are we perfect? Will we ever be perfect? No but we can continue to work forward to become more like Christ and we continue to work on that. You know, much of what Jesus talked about was our character development. And can I encourage you that just reading through the Gospels, he spoke into how we treat people, how we speak, what we think about. You know, that's a whole bunch of what Jesus spoke about in the Gospels. I think it's so key that we work on those things before we try and build those stronger relationships with others. Otherwise, we could be in a place where we hurt people and we upset them. We need to consider areas of our character that need work on. We need to seek God. And that's going to take a lifetime of work. Uh, but it's worth it because we're here to care for people. The other thing I just wanted to throw out briefly is then sometimes the thought of our personality as an excuse. You know, oh, that's just how I am. That's my personality. Uh, we see that on TV. We uh, see this whole thought now of where is truth? You know, it's my truth or is it, you know, the truth? And uh, ultimately, uh, our personality is who we are. We're unique. God's made us to be that way. But it doesn't mean we can't work on our character and how we treat people and how we journey them and how we're, we're self-aware or not and, and working on those things. You know, treating someone badly is a, and making an excuse for that being our personality is not okay. That's not how Jesus would want us to live. But as I said before, there's always time to work on these things and become more like Jesus. The, the second part of what I want to talk about is our relationship with God. 
So that's a, an internal but external relationship that we have. It's internal because it's personal. It's not like we're necessarily explaining it all to, um, to everyone. We might share um, some parts of our relationship with God with others. But ultimately, it's an internal thing that we think about. We talk to God. Again, as we talked through prayer and fasting last month, that we talked about how to connect with God. But if we can understand how God intended relationships to be, we're setting ourselves up for a good on a good foundation. We're setting our relationships up to be the best that they can be. But often we struggle with understanding what that relationship should look like. We struggle to understand that what we see in the natural and the people around about us isn't necessarily how God is with us. Our relationship with God can and should be the template for all our other relationships. Let me say that again. Our relationship with God should be the template for all our other relationships. The problem is often what we do in our humanness is we walk into our relationship with God based on the relationship that we have with others. Maybe you've been hurt. Maybe someone's done the wrong thing by you. Maybe you've done the wrong thing by someone else. There's hurt, there's mistrust, whatever it might be. And we, we bundle all of those things in, in our relationship with God. We take them in and think, well, that's how it's going to be with God because that's how other people have treated us. Actually, if we, we strip all that away and we come back to God's word and we understand that he loves us, that he cares for us, that we're his child, that we, we have a greater understanding of who he is, then we actually build a great foundation for our other relationships. But again, like our self-care and our, our self-relationships, our internal relationship with ourselves, we've got to work on that. We've got to understand um, how God is. It just doesn't happen miraculously. We've got to work on that and understand what God is like. In, in James, it talks about us drawing nearer to God. If we draw near to him, he'll draw near to us. Uh, again, we, we shared about that in our prayer and fasting time. You know, God needs us to draw closer to him for our benefit. He wants us to draw close to him. He's, he made us to be in relationship with him. But often we can stand back and say, well, my relationship with God isn't going very well right now. And God, that's your fault. Often it's our fault. Often it's us, for whatever reason, we draw back and maybe we stop talking to God or maybe there's something that has happened. And this topic is called real relationships. When it comes to God, we've got to be real. Tell him how you think. Tell him whether you're upset. Tell him uh, how you're feeling. Whatever it is, be real with God. Our own self-development and our own relationship with God is our own responsibility. So let's start doing some more of that, and maybe stop doing some other things. God's going to do a work in us. As we draw nearer to him, he will draw near to us, but he's going to do a work in, in us because we're perfect. And I don't know about you, but as I draw nearer to God, as I, as I come closer to him, I want him to do things in my life so that that foundation, in, as I go and connect with other people, is better. It's more Christ-like. It's more thoughtful. Let me read this scripture in John 15 for you. It says, I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You've already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. 
remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. So Jesus was sharing this. The key I want you to pick up today is that remain in me and I will remain in you. Great fruit will come from that if we keep our relationship well with God. If we remain in him, he might come and do some pruning. He might come and do some work. He might, you know, cut off something that's a bit painful. But like the scripture says there, it's like if there's a useless branch, it's got to be taken off. And there's things in our lives that we've got to get that foundation right and it will help us in everything that we do. That remain in me and I'll remain in you. That's a relationship. Hey, that's two way. It's not just us to God and God to us, but it's about us being in it with him together. This process with God working on us is also coupled with our self-development and our understanding and our, our caring and working on ourselves. We've got to choose to do that. We've got to choose to start off. And as we continue on this series around real relationships, as we talk about, you know, um, marriage and family and our relationship with work colleagues and school friends, why don't we take this next week and begin to just reflect? I want to give you some homework this week and just, you know, write something down or maybe just consider it. There's two things I want you to consider this week. Are you ready for God to work on you? Are you ready for God to work on you? Right now, wherever you are, it's a pretty simple question. And if the answer is no, that's okay. But what I'd love for you to do this week is to, to just seek after God and say, God, I, I don't know what it looks like. It might be painful, but will you come and, and help me through this, this journey of pruning and, and reaching out to you and building relationship? So answer that question for yourself. The second one is, are you prepared to work on yourself? Are you prepared to work on yourself? And what does that look like? The are two key questions that help found our relationships with other people. I'd love for you to do that this week. I'm going to pray and then we'll um, go from there. Lord, I just thank you as we've opened your word today and, and started to discuss a couple of areas of relationships in our lives. Lord, that you'll just speak to us, that you'll help us to be willing to reach out to you, for you to come and do things in our lives. God, we want to have relationships that are, that are imitating your relationship with us. God, we know that we're not perfect. Uh, we know that we never will be, but we ask that you will come and work through each and every one of us today. God, I pray too that as we begin to work on ourselves, that we begin to um, do some self-development, some um, things that help us build ourselves ready to go into relationships with other people, that you will help us through that. Maybe it's a case of getting some people around about us to support us and help us. Lord, I just pray that as we go apart, 
um, upon this journey, that you will be with us and, and help us um, through that, where there's things that maybe we don't want to rip the band-aid off or open up. But if you um, say that there's something we need to work on, God, I pray that we'll be brave enough and strong enough to do that. So we thank you that you're with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, awesome church. Um, thanks. I'm so glad to share this with you and I hope you're doing really well and look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for listening through this message recorded live at Resound Church in Melbourne. You can find out more about who we are online, including our service times and live streams. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time.